pretty nerds. 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 Welcome back, guys. This is episode number 15 of Pretty Nerds. Don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, thumbs up, follow uh, Pretty Nerds on every platform. We are on Instagram, Pretty Nerds Podcast with a Z, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and YouTube. But anyway, this is your girl, Fallon Deanne. And this is your girl, Nay. So, you ready? (laughs) (laughs) Awkward silence moment. (laughs) Oh, you ready to jump right into it? Kick off? We can, we can. Or you want to? No, you know what? No, no. You know, for the past couple weekends, I mean, past couple weeks, we haven't actually seen what's been up. So, what you been up to? What's been going on in your life? Nothing. I am really just coasting right now and it's not a bad thing and i'm normally coasting and being complacent is kind of bad but just been coasting alone trying to be in my time um you know i've just been grinding honestly just trying to figure some things out work on a couple of different projects that i got going on and that's about it you know just grinding it out i got a big test coming up yeah. trying to get into pharmacy school career change yeah. so i gotta cram and study for that i've been putting it off which i shouldn't have but <laughs> yeah it is what it is we'll see if it works out it should work out it no works. i'm not gonna say that it is going to work it's out to work it's going to work <laughs> but anywho i guess we can go ahead and get into the hot topics for the week definitely let's do it um I guess I want to start off. Um, we got the news today that um, Auntie Aretha, mm. she's not doing very well, which, you know, I hope that she gets better um, and healthy. Um, not just better in the sense of going home from the hospital, but I hope she has a healthy, safe recovery um, from whatever's going on. So um, definitely. Um, sending love and light her way absolutely yeah. i hated hearing that um i seen it pop up as well on my timeline and i was like man but i know she's been battling cancer for a minute yeah. so like you said i just hope that she you know gets better let's keep our fingers crossed for and every time i see her picture i get anxious i'm like and i like yo i'm like okay okay <laughs> we 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 good 2018 we almost almost done exactly like let's just let us just make it through we had a we had a rough that that year prince died that was a rough year because it was was a bunch was that 16 i feel like that was 16 yeah yeah that was a rough year yeah too many people failed that year so i was like nah it was like back to back to back too so i was like we don't need we 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 need a couple legends right now so let's just let's take a break all right Right. we don't need no more that's why but yeah um, I guess kind of sticking to, I guess, jumping way over there. We might as well go ahead and get this out of the way now because I really don't want to talk about it. But <sighs> it is in the news. Uh, Omarosa, Girl. her crazy ass, then wrote this book. They calling her a threat to national security. <laughs> Trump out here calling her all types of losers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm like that whack. I'm a roast. I'm like, what? Ooh, I was like, Lord. 
when you fall honey you fall but i guess they reminded her that she black huh yeah. <laughs> and you know the crazy thing about it is i'm like so your president and his staff ain't a threat to national security but omarosa is like that's I what mean, i said i said what i know she shouldn't have been recording like conversations but your president is out here inside with a whole nother country like that's not even an ally that i mean I, look it's it's the whole situation confusing but you know, I, we had to go ahead and bring up uh, Amarosa because yeah. I just I was just too through when he called her ass a loser. <laughs> I said, "Wow!" <laughs> and I don't know if he's trying to connect because I saw like one. I didn't read the whole tweet because it's Donald Trump, um, which I feel like he has more than 140 characters for some reason. But anywho, uh, when he called her like whack, I'm like, is he trying to connect or something? <laughs> like, well, what's happening? Who did this? I mean, go to bed. I guess. It took him a whole year. We saw one year anniversary of Charlottesville. It took him a whole year to condemn racism and neo Nazis. <laughs> so, I mean, and white supremacists. But I mean, so yeah. maybe I guess he he realizing that he need the black community. I don't look. I don't. I can't pretend to understand I just that. I feel man. like if anybody votes for him, which I we we know that they're at this point, you have made it very clear. That you're racist if you vote for Donald Trump in 2020 if he runs. Because I feel like that's a whole other topic. And I don't get, I guess, like, the the black vote. Why? Like, why are you vote for him? Like, I, I just, it's, it's no way possible. Like, even you don't have to be Democrat to be, you know, black and Democrat. That's not a thing. But Donald Trump, though, bro? Okay. Yeah, whatever. Listen, I'm with you. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand it. So hey, moving on. Yeah, I mean she been canceled both of them. Hands Basically, down. so. Uh, but it was in the news, so we felt sometimes. Listen, sometimes we feel obligated to report these things to you guys. <laughs> but um, as even though we quickly passed over, I did want to say you know to Charlottesville because it was the one year anniversary after. Yeah. That crazy thing, little white supremacist neo Nazi thing, and of course, on the one year anniversary, they decided to allow white supremacists to throw a parade or a something in D.C. for white. Yeah. What was it? What was it for? White rights? And I was yeah. like, what the? F- <laughs> what what is about white men? Like, <laughs> I don't. I really want to be like in their psyche to figure out like what part of rights don't you have like let preach let me know like i don't understand i listen it's the it's the most backwards type like first of all what are white rights to begin with because i didn't know white the whole constitution was wrote for your rights like (laughs) what are you i mean again i don't get it um I don't know. I I don't. I just really want to know what's in your brain to make you think like out of all people that have been oppressed in this country, you as a white man don't have rights. And you're the one that's been part of the oppression and the problem. Like, I don't. Mm, It's crazy. So, but yeah, so let's go to, I guess we can move to, I don't know. 
So I guess we can stay a little political with the NFL kneeling. The gentleman, A.J. Jackson, Mm -hmm. who gave that amazing basic breakdown of facts. Right. (laughs) I mean, it was basic breakdown of facts live on the air. Um, Let him know what it was. Um, Salute to him, man. Yeah. (laughs) Point blanket period. Um, Salute to, um, I I don't know his first name, but I know his last name is Stills. Plays for the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Um, I don't. He was the, um, during the preseason game they just held, he, of course, took a knee. Um, Marshawn Lynch, as always. <laughs> you know what you he know, sat on Exactly. Sat on the, um, during the national anthem, sat and ate his banana. <laughs> I appreciate I Listen, him. I love Marshawn Lynch yeah. so much. I appreciate Beast Mode. <laughs> <laughs> on so many levels. He just a trill one, baby. <laughs> that one right there. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. That, whew, that just had this. <laughs> got me hot under the collar for a minute. Um, but yeah, so, you know, we just want to give a quick salute to those gentlemen. I mean, he was really honest. Like, and I keep, and that's been my thing the whole time where people are like, oh, veterans, veterans. I'm like, Bro, stop trying to disguise your racism for patriot, uh, patriotism because we, we see it. Like, you are not concerned about veterans. First of all, America is not concerned about veterans. I like my, like, just being transparent, my grandfather, World War, World War II, sorry, <laughs> um, veteran, and he had an alcohol problem. He had an alcohol problem until, I mean, his diabetes took over it's like okay you cannot continue to drink and be a diabetic you gotta you know pick one so no proper health care I'm like a lot of my friends that came home from previous war I mean recent wars no help at all like one of my friends came home was a security guard working for eight dollars an hour really mm. and he had bad PTSD I'm like bro how are you a security guard like, first of all, you don't need to That's be a security crazy. guard. <laughs> That's, That's crazy in general. <laughs> <laughs> like, the story he told me one time, I was like, uh, like, we laugh about it now. I'm like, bro, at that moment, I had started crying. He was like, what you crying for? I'm like, you know, you the last person needs to be a security guard. Because he was like, man, Agreed. I almost turned around and opened for out. Like, see, this is the reason why you shouldn't have been a security guard. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> right. So I'm like, America doesn't care about veterans at all. Like, this is just bullshit. True. You pass by him every day on the corner and be like, oh, he's homeless. You call the police on him because he's homeless and he's begging. I'm like, most of those are veterans. So I want to hear it. Basically. But like like you said, we just, we just appreciate, yeah. you know, when people speak facts. And that's what that gentleman did. He spoke nothing but facts. And we appreciate all of the football players out there who continue to, you know, fight the good fight and stand their ground. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we appreciate y'all. So we're going to always show y'all love and shout y'all out and salute y'all. So um, what do you want to talk about next? We'll be going um, next with it. Do you want to go? Light now. I feel like that was. Yeah, we can do. We can go light. Yeah, because that really was like the last <laughs> heavy stuff we got. <laughs> um, we can talk. 
the tours that just kicked off kod tour j cole's tour just kicked off um it looks dope um but miami obviously had probably the best show so far well i mean i know it just kicked off but i mean shit you got jaden smith and will smith to perform at the same like mm. father and son first time ever performing on the same stage when <laughs> you know and i love his song icon like bon- that record ba- <laughs> listen i had um um cause i told you i got the little title joint for six months and i was like hmm, let me let me let me start listening to these joints boy i be in the gym getting to that like okay Jaden, i see you out here but yeah. that record is fire yeah so Salute to them. Um, that KOD tour looked awesome. I was like, I might have to go on there and cop me a quick ticket real quick for that. And then, um, of course, the Scorpion tour kicked mm-hmm. off as well. Um, all of the, I guess, photos and things that have already came out looks pretty dope. Obviously, we see Drake doing it extra big with the floating Lambo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> only Drake. <laughs> We'll come up with the floating Lambo, but okay. We see you out here. Might have to go call me. I looked through, um, went on Ticketmaster, and I saw that actually, surprisingly, tickets are still available. So Ooh. I was like, Ooh. I might have to go ahead and cop me one and go see it. Like his last tour, we was like, we could go to Cali if we yes. had we Listen, <laughs> we, we could stalk those tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't find Couldn't find nothing. So I was like, when I went on there too, that's all, that's all I was thinking. I was like, this is going to be a long shot. It ain't going to be no tickets. Like, there were surprisingly tickets still left. I wonder if it's because he's on tour with the Migos. So, and people so. are just not interested in caring mm-hmm. to see the Migos. I would probably just be late though. Yeah. <laughs> that could be, I don't listen. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I can't really give y'all the explanation because I figured, like I said, I thought they were going to be sold out. So when I saw tickets available, I was like, hmm, this might be a go. Well, people get their Beyonce. Beyonce got the money first. <laughs> um, I want to save Insecure because I'm so excited about oh, it. Um, insecure. <laughs> we can save it. So let's go ahead and talk. Kanye West, yeah? Oh, yeah, we can. So sick of him. Kunye. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, the infamous interview um, where he couldn't explain what he was talking about, I guess, when it came down to um, when he referenced Bush not caring about black people, then Jimmy asked him, so what makes you think Donald Trump basically cares about black people? And then they went to commercial break. His response on Twitter was, oh, they just went to commercial break. I didn't get a chance. So after all of these tweets that you probably, you know, released, which was probably about three or four, you still didn't explain what makes you think Donald Trump is so different than George Bush. Like, I I don't get it. <laughs> like, he didn't care about Katrina and Donald Trump don't care about nothing else as long as it benefits him and his pockets and his family pockets. Like, what's the difference? Basically. Not only that, though, I... I didn't even, I didn't care. Like, Jimmy Kimmel tried to give him an out also by saying that they went to commercial break and yada, yada, yada. But if we don't talk big facts, we can go go all the way back to the Charlemagne interview where Charlemagne pretty much asked him damn near the exact same question and he still didn't have a response then. And that was what, how many months ago was that? It's been a while. It's been, it's been like a good three, four months since that Charlemagne interview. So, and you still ain't got no answers? Even with his, personality that he 
displays and that he's had in the past. We know Kanye will make room for what he wants to say. Um, the Taylor Swift incident, all of that. So he makes room and provisions for what he wants to do when he wants to do it. So for you to say, oh, it went to commercial break. Okay. And he came back. You did not pick up and say, okay, look, this is what I meant. Blah, blah, blah. Just say, bro, you support him. Keep it moving. Like, it is what it is. We don't. And I'm like, first of all, you're canceled for the most part. Um, There are a couple of people that still rock with you, but they're they stupid. Um, Your wife is stupid. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> yeah, basically. That's why I didn't even like when I saw it across the timeline. I was just like, hmm, Kunye <laughs> being Kunye. Again. So that's why I just was like, man, it did what it is. And then he, he been canceled for my he end. came out with this, like, some song that they say he didn't release. I don't remember the title of the song, but he was basically saying that he admitted to, like, masturbating to his sister-in-law photos. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, even if it's something oddness. that you did, because it's like, okay, they've been on the scene a while. You wasn't always married to Kim. Like, that's weird. More weirdness. <laughs> like, I swear. Like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like some things you shouldn't say. That's one of those things. It's like, bro, just let that secret die with you and call it a day. Basically. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, fun. even just hearing you talk about it, it's got like, me like, ew. <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh, before we move on. Go ahead. His voice, though. It, it, everybody's like, no, his voice ain't changed. No, Kanye's voice has changed. Really? Yes. Oh, listen, girl, I don't know. It's it's like, listen, that tell you. I don't. Woo, when I said boy can't speak health. What? Okay, Kanye. Oh, he's strange, bro. He's just strange all the way yeah. around. And Ebro said it right. He's a creative. He's not smart. Thank you. <laughs> and his creative creativeness is falling off. And it's debatable. But right. anyway, <laughs> listen, y'all know my feelings. It's debatable. So fight me, okay? I said what I said. Um, but since we on the music tip, can we talk about obviously the Queen album dropping, yeah. Nicki Minaj, and then Cardi acting a plump fool per usual at this point. It's it's what we can expect from Cardi B. She's been acting a plump fool. Um, before we address her antics, obviously we got to talk about Queen Nicki Minaj. Listen, listen. I told y'all I was like, listen. I was waiting on Anika, Anika to come back, and she, <laughs> she did that. She did that. She came back, and she came back hard. So I appreciate that. So I have a confession. I haven't listened to the album yet. I'm gonna do it. Um. But just the excitement that I'm getting from everybody and like, oh, it's a good track. So I'm very excited for her because I know so many people was like, oh, she going to fail or she needs to come back. She needs to do this and blah, blah, blah. So I'm excited on that point that like she came out, it bangs. Um, some of the little clips I heard, I was like, okay, this is the old Nikki that I remember. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She did that. So. She can she. She said, okay, this is what y'all want to see. And she gave y'all that. So, and like she said, whether y'all want to say she trash or not, at least she write her shit. So, hey, <laughs> shots fired. <laughs> so, what was Cardi doing? Like, I, I really Cardi her. Cardi has just been acting a plum fool ever since the Nicki album dropped. Um, first of all, the night it dropped, she 
was all on Twitter or I don't know, Instagram, whatever, talking about why am I trending and you know, why am I this and woo 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 woo? What's going on? I'm not even. I'm just at home with my baby. Girl, shut that shit up. And then, of course, now she and she's uh today she was um some fan was talking comparing her and Nikki or something like that. I don't know. And she, per her usual, jumped in the comments of some oh, blog girl. and started going back and forth with the girl. And actually, apparent supposedly now, who knows if it's her real address or not, but supposedly she dropped her address and said, pull up then if you really want it. I'm like, listen. <sighs> at this point, listen. I, we rooted for Cardi, but sis, I'm done. I'm so over and done with Cardi. And the reason, and not only one of the biggest reasons I will say is because of the simple fact is that if the roles were reversed, if it was a non mixed, just full black girl, y'all would have threw her away. Mm-hmm. If Remy Ma would have pulled some shit like that, it would have been out of here. Nicki Minaj pulled some shit like that. She out of here. Any trill black, real black girl would have pulled that shit. They the fuck out of here. But Cardi B get a pass just because she quote unquote Afro Latina. Like I'm. When ju- it's convenient though. It well. The crazy <laughs> thing about it is, and I know like, and I appreciated Nikki when everybody kept making the comparison and all that. She was like, "It's room for all of us, and why is it always women?" That, you know, it always has to be just that one. It cannot be two. And I feel like when it comes down to the music industry, I don't understand. I felt like Nicki made room for Cardi. Right. When she was like, it can be more than just one or necessarily she don't have, she doesn't have to be number one every time, every year, every BET Awards, every MTV Awards. Like there can be another, you know, female that's dominating the charts. I don't think Cardi gave her that same space and that same room to say, okay, look, I'm not going to be going back and forth. I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm better than Nikki. No, we're going to dominate this together. And I just don't think she made the same room for Nikki that Nikki made for her. Because if we're going to be completely honest, and this is just my theory, um, as much as people want to quote unquote call Nikki Minaj insecure, Cardi B insecure. Oh, as fuck. hell yeah, because she has to <laughs> reply to everything. everything. She's insecure as fuck. And I think that she really, she was hoping, and I don't know if it's maybe the folks at Atlantic or whoever telling her, oh, this Nikki album is going to be trash. They not, she not going to get it. She not going to get number one. It's over. Her time over. It's your time. It's your time. Your time. Whatever. Um, and then this Nikki album came out and people was bopping. It's a bop. <laughs> and she going number one. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. She doing what Nicki Minaj does. And I think it's starting to hit Cardi like, oh shit. I mean, could this be it? Could I mean, you you see she's already yeah. talking about dropping a, another, some more records come September. I mean, I guess she felt the pressure. So she got to drop some more. And the crazy thing about it is you're putting pressure on yourself now because you got to be better than Nikki. Like, and you shouldn't, and you shouldn't even have put right, yourself in that there. category yet. You, you had like, just came out. And that's what I'm saying. Like making room for her. It's just like, nope, I'm not going to be competing with her. Like it's enough space for her. If she number one, I'm number two. I'm fine with it. And I'm like, now you don't put yourself in a competition. 
where you really can't even compete. Exactly. <laughs> because like I said, because at the end of the day, she write her shit and you don't. Right. And That's I'm like, <laughs> you you popular because, to be honest, ghetto. <laughs> like, and you light skin. Right. That's it. You bright. And I'm Cause like. Because in all honesty, and I, and y'all, you probably gonna kill me for this. But is she, does she not, if she, if you, if you, you know, take away her being on Love and Hip Hop and obviously being with Offset, is she not Azealia Banks? Yeah. I mean, do they not do the exact same thing? They Are they not troll. problematic and trolling right. on the internet? I mean, let's do, I mean, let's call a spade a spade. We dog Azealia Banks out for being crazy and ghetto and all this stuff online. But Cardi B get praised for it? What's the difference? Like, she made a tweet today. It was like, oh, my daughter, I already threw on the finger side. I wonder where she get it. Or the middle finger. I wonder where she get it from. I'm like, don't be putting that baby in your ish. Like, there was a real live mistake. She like, Just chill out. Exactly. <laughs> Listen. But, hey, we'll see. I'm, I, I, I'm interested now. I want to see how long the Cardi B bubble is going to last. Because I feel like her window is really, like, at first I thought, Okay, she gonna have a, a long. She gonna have a shot. She might get a second, yeah. third album. She might have a little bit of a window, but her attitude and just her insecurities. I think mm-hmm. her window gonna be short. And that's what like this dude. I remember now on Facebook when he was like, "Man, Cardi is finna flop." And I was like, "You think so?" He was like, "Hell yeah!" And I mean, he didn't even bring up Nikki. He was just saying like, you know, just what it is, and like just thinking about her last album. I'm like. I mean, it was nice, but it was also missing something. So, I mean. I mean, it wasn't, you know, but listen, y'all know <laughs> I didn't like, I didn't care for it at all. Only like one song on there. And it wasn't even because of her. It was because I enjoy Kalani's music. So that was the only reason I liked that song. But other than that, I didn't care for the record, for the album at all. It wasn't my cup of tea. Um, but, um, but, you know, a lot of people who have described this, can say say basically that it's popcorn music yeah. you know what i'm saying it's that's why that's why like i said she's rushing out to put out more music because people are already like okay well what's next what you got now what's next what's next what's next with when you when you put out an album people shouldn't feel like that people shouldn't need an automatic you know turnaround yeah, of what, more music exactly and ain't even been what, I was just been, what has it been six months Shit, well, yeah. that's a good question <laughs> I don't know. Let me check. I feel like it's maybe it has been because maybe it did it drop in like March or April. But that ain't even six months though. I know. Damn. Because no, because it was definitely like in the Marchy area. I want to say like in the spring. I don't know. We checking on it to see because I don't. Hmm. That's a really good question though. I don't. I feel like it was in March. I really feel like it was in March. Might even know. Oh, it was April 5th. Oh, see, I was a little bit off. Wow. So that's even worse. Yeah. (laughs) Because we just in August. (laughs) Like, oh, okay. Listen, (laughs) that's all I'm going to say. Like, I I don't, I'm sorry. You know, like I said, I know a lot of people out there rock with her, but. uh, But, and I don't see again why are you comparing yourself to nikki because to me i don't feel like she's a freak like nikki's a freestyler so that automatically puts her like above you like i don't care what nobody say like 
And then you, I don't know. Trash. <laughs> I'm she had a little black mark that the, with her mouth needed. I feel that's weird. But anyway. <laughs> I still want to know what she spent $6 on that I hopped up. I mean, it, Listen, the I'm still. That is like the greatest mystery. Now, if she come out and explain that, right. then put I'll that d- put that in a song. <laughs> because that's a mystery. Okay. Uh-huh. Um. Now the moment that we've been waiting for all summer. The Insecure premiere. Premiered last night. Yes. It was so amazing. I'm excited. I can't wait for the rest of the season. Go ahead and give me your thoughts. So, <laughs> I've been, of course, I've been waiting on Insecure. That is like my number one show forever. Um, so <laughs> I, I found myself yelling at the TV like, what the fuck? Like, are you serious? I can't believe this shit. Like, just <sighs> like, okay. So, the first thing. I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, look, that you give me it. for that work. What? Hot and she on the sofa. <laughs> <laughs> I was dead. I was like, oh, man. But not only that, but you know what? She better than me. Because I would have been at the door. Boy, you know I'm See, out here. <laughs> you would have been at the door knocking. My emotional ass would have been in the bathroom crying like, I can't believe he had sex with a girl while we're here. He know I like him. Uh-uh. Nope. Nope. I'm acting a plum fool. Be like, you know I'm out here. I would have been calling all my friends on the phone. We need a group meeting. Cause I'm about to. <laughs> and I mean, and see, that was another thing. I feel like he was a bit intentional on there. Like, oh, he definitely was. He was definitely being petty. And that's what I like about this season, though, is that because um, I watched the little after clip or whatever they were talking about how throughout the the first two seasons, people have always been looked at Daniel like, man, Daniel yeah. fine. And he got a job and he this. Why Issa not with him? What's the problem? Woo, woo. It's And they were like, it almost came off as if Daniel was just like the perfect guy. Yeah. And they said what they wanted to do this season is really give y'all. Give us, you know, that no one is perfect. That nobody There's is no perfect. perfect that he, you know, give us, let us see the real Daniel. And I'm like, okay, now we see him. Daniel asks a little petty, a, a lot little petty, <laughs> and especially when, and this is something that I think like it's a disconnect when it comes to being in women. Like she just told you how she felt about you, and you let it drop. And if there's something that you feel about her that you need to say to her that you even don't feel about her, that would have been that moment right there to say, okay, this is how I'm feeling. So that way you can kind of close the door, open the door, whatever, on the relationship. Right. And, and, and then just, he sat on the sofa and like laugh while I was like, I can't stay in here. <laughs> and um, <sighs> so obviously we got to talk about... <sighs> Molly and draw ass. I'm so tired of drawing them teeth. <laughs> and I noticed them last time, like they not really messed up, but the way that they sit in his mouth <laughs> just <laughs> aggravates me. But listen, no, did you see how when she talked, when she said, I don't give a fuck about you and your wife, and he just was like, Don't you, you talk, talk about, about me my and my wife? wife? I was like, Whoa. Okay, Whoa. <laughs> I mean, he was mad. I'm like, But she said facts. And it make me think, like, Hmm, are y'all really open? Cause you, you get real. Well, they may be, but but you know what though? I'm not gonna lie. Like the last last season, 
I thought he was lying about them having an open marriage. But now I actually believe him because of the fact when they was in the bed and, um, you know, in that first scene when they was in the bed and she called, his wife called and she oh. was like, he was like, oh, no, I'm still at Molly's. And I just was like, so wait, so she know? Like, is this real? So he wasn't lying? But if I'm at my homeboy house. Well, I mean. See, I can be like, hey, I'm going over, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you know, like vice versa, like one of my home, well, both of them actually married. Be like, hey, well, I'm going to go hang out with Fallon. I'll be back. Okay, well, she called. Hey, well, yeah, I'll, I'll still over here with Fallon, whatever. I'll be, you know, home shortly. Like. You're right. I mean, you're right. See? You're right. I'm see? trying to give, I'm trying to give <laughs> at least a little bit. And I think that shit going to blow up like a motherfucker. <laughs> I'm trying to give him a little bit of a benefit of the doubt. I hope, honestly, I'm hoping for Molly that after that, even though I don't think it's going to happen, that after that, she just kind of got in the head like, okay. Well, sir. And I was so happy for her setting boundaries. Yes. And then she just, <laughs> as soon as, she just threw him in the trash. <laughs> as soon as he called, I'm like, sis, come on. He was clearly working your ass. Like, come on. Now, I do need all of my Uber and Lyft drivers to take a note from Issa's book. Get you some Capri Suns. That party <laughs> lift. That's what I was, listen, that was the next one I was going to. I said the party lift was the dopest scene ever. I was like, first of all, who does this? Because I need that lift driver, okay? The party lift? When I get the party lift, I was like, what? But when, uh, when um, Amanda Siles calls him thirst, act- thirst activist bay or something like that, when he jumped on that big dude and whooped his ass, yes. that was beautiful. <laughs> that was beautiful. His character in Insecure is called, what, Nathan? I think that was his name. And then he dropped to the $50 tip, though. Shh. And he was so chill. That's what I'm saying. That's why I was wondering, like, was he supposed to be high in the back? Because he, he was so laid back the whole time. I was just like, man, where does this happen at? Because I ain't never... Ever been in a lift and I'm in and man, that was a win right there. Right, I would have got the number for sure. So Nathan, <laughs> hold on, play. I know you. I know you running away down the street, but call me. Call me. Call me. <laughs> Issa need to go ahead and get her some new D. I'm just saying that could have yeah. been it. That could have been it. Cause I feel. Oh damn. Oh. You're just making me mad all over again. I know. <laughs> That's why I'm saying. That's why I'm just. I just want her to get somebody new yeah. just completely i feel like she just need to she's officially done with lawrence and now she get in this all this mixed up she just need to let the whole lawrence daniel thing go let that be in the past and get her somebody brand new fresh start over okay you're speaking to my spirit right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was a word and she need to quit her fucking job yes. quit because i'm not gonna lie to you like i felt the way when that white woman was talking to her, I was like, Issa, sis, tag me in, sis, tag me in. Girl, that was one of the times I was, I, I, I couldn't yell, couldn't even yell at the TV like, what the fuck? I was just sitting there like, bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the whole, and I'm like, they're constantly telling you the issue is that you keep sending white people out to black schools they need representation exactly and she told you that and you still but you know what that's the corporate structure though. exactly <laughs> that's what i'm saying if i was easy okay just what y'all want to do let this shit fail right bye don't talk to me don't talk don't nobody talk Girl, to I me at my desk just typing away doing nothing 
I'm not gonna be bothered. Absolutely not. Oh, I just can't. I'm. Oh, I just wish I wish a longer show. That it longer and it was like Netflix. Just give me all of it now, and I'd be mad in two days that I watched all of the episodes. (laughs) Exactly. Like I hate waiting now because I'm like, ugh. We live in such a popcorn, like as far as television is now, because we can stream everything. So I'm just like, give me everything. Like you said, just give me it all right now so I can watch it and be done. Yeah. And I can be mad. (laughs) Right. But we'll be. I'll definitely be there next Sunday. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> good times, good times. Yeah. I feel like that's our last hot top, yeah? For, Anything else? I think that is... Yep, that's all. All right, so you want to jump into relationships? Cool, cool, cool. What you got this week? week? I don't really have no relationships. Oh, I do have one question. I feel like this is a big one. I don't know. So I saw on Wale page, he put um, a question. And I mean, people answered after, but it was just a question. In a relationship, when do you take control versus letting your man take the lead? Mm. (laughs) I don't, I don't know. When do I take control versus letting the man take? Are we? Are you just talking about like in general, like certain times in the relationship? Are you talking about through the full relation? I mean, like, what do you mean? I think certain times. Like, so, like, say, mm, like, do I take control, like, as far as like taking care of the household and organizing all that? Like, at this or, point, you would take control. I get. I, listen, that's a that's a difficult question. Come back to me. Listen, pass. pass. <laughs> What's your answer? Let me hear what you have to say, and then I can um, talk a ponder on it. So control is a big thing for me. I am type A personality, so I have to be in control. So it is hard for me to relinquish control. So if I give you control and let you lead, I trust you, and I don't need for you to break that. Now, if I see that we are going down a bad road, a um, bad path as a couple, then yeah, I'm going to ring you back in and be like, okay, I got to take the lead in this. But I think in relationships or how I would want my relationship to go is that we don't have a set, I guess, leader. We have, okay, this is your your strength. So this is your thing. You know, this is the thing that you lead in. Um, if I'm good at this, this is the thing that I lead in. Okay, if you're good at finances, hey, I'm gonna give you the finances. You take care of the finances. Now, when I notice you ain't doing right with the finances, I'm stepping in, <laughs> and then I'm gonna take the lead on the finances. So I just that's my take on it. It's like I I want to let you lead, but the first time I see that you're incapable of leading. I'm taking over. And then at that point, I'm dry the whole shit forever. So you probably want to break up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, I guess I can agree with you then. It's just, it would just be certain, like, situations. Like, for me, it would just be a play off of whatever your strengths are is what I would, you know, allow you to lead in. And I would hope that vice, you feel the same way, vice versa, whatever my strengths are, you would let me take the lead in that. And, you know. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's how a partnership works anyway. So, you know, at least that's how it should function and work a healthy one anyway. So, yeah. 
That's that. Made <laughs> <laughs> it more complicated. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. Absolutely. Not even the last thing. Um, so let's talk about um this one that I just seen today. Amarla Le Negra. Le Negra. El Negra. I don't listen. I don't know how to say Amarla. That's all I remember. It's her really. We can go by her first name. The chick from Love and Hip Hop. Yeah. <laughs> Miami. She posted a picture of herself cleaning a shower. And she in a body con dress. put in a body con dress, exactly. <laughs> With the caption that said, um, a man's bathroom is a reflection on the woman that he's with. Your thoughts. <laughs> so my first thought was, sis, just post the picture and move on. Like, don't put no sassy captions on there to think that you're relating. We see your ass, just move on. Um, the biggest thing is if I'm dating you, I bet I'm not touching not one cleaning supply unless it's my mess. I don't wash dishes. I'm not cleaning a bathroom. I'm not sweeping. I'm not mopping. I'm not doing nothing if we're dating. Those are wife duties. Second of all, this is a grown ass man. His mama didn't teach him how to clean up. That's a reflection, if anything, of his mama not teaching him how to clean up behind his goddamn self. I'm not going to clean your bathroom. Bye. So my thoughts on this are actually very similar. I don't understand how it's a reflection at all on the woman. And not only that, but I also feel like as women, as a woman or as women, it's something that we should be eyeing or watch when we're in the dating stage, we should be eyeing and watching. Can this man clean up after himself right can he you know take care of the household because i mean what happens if you get sick what happens if y'all have kids or something you know what i mean like i gotta know that you are capable of cooking a meal in case i'm not around i gotta know that you're capable of cleaning a bathroom or scrub you know what i'm saying the same way that i am you the the same way that men would you know Yep. Look at women and kind of judge them on those things too to see if they're capable of taking care of a household. I gotta know the same things about you, Definitely. because I mean, I don't want to be in a relationship with no dude who don't know how to wash a dish or hell, at least load a dishwasher, bro. <laughs> Something that is so like I don't find it attractive. Dudes who are like, uh, well, I need a woman that can take care. So you can't take care of yourself. Like, I, first of all, I'm not here to be a maid preach and i think that's like that's my first thing i am not your maid i do not clean up behind you i used to have to like tell my ex-boyfriend and i don't know if it's like a man thing if you put your clothes that are dirty next to the dirty clothes basket and not in it they don't get washed like simple as that i'm not picking up anything beside the dirty clothes basket to put them in there to wash them. Obviously, you don't want your uniform washed. So it's going to be dirty the next time you put it on. Because I'm not washing it. Like, to me, like, you got to be better than it. Like, it was just times where I'm like, you know what? I'm not washing the dishes. Because I wash them every night this week. At some point, if I cook, the least you can do is say, hey, babe, I got the dishes. Chill out. Nope. So no, I'm with I, I mean, I feel like, 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 I feel like those are... Those are, you know, signs. Those are things that you look for in a man. Yep. Because, of course, uh, you know what I'm saying? We're not like those weirdo type chicks who 
don't want to do anything, quote unquote, do anything for their man or take care of them. We're not those chicks. We're not saying that you don't have to do that or you don't have to, you know, cook dinners. And so, you're like, no, we're not saying that. But what I'm saying is I do want to see that you're willing to we're in a partnership. We're in a relationship. I do want to see that you're willing to put in some effort that, like you said, if if I you see that I cook dinner every day that week as well as did the dishes, you're like, no, nah, you know what, boo, I got you. Rest for a little bit. I got the dishes tonight. You know what I'm saying? Like that. I, I need to see those little, it's those little things that matter. So. And it's attractive to go over a dude's house and it's clean. Like, it's a turn on. <laughs> Y'all be, you should like, go over a dude's house and it be like, y'all be wanting my people like, uh, but it stinks. It should never be dirty. <laughs> right. If I come in your house and it's dirty, like, uh, hmm, what are we doing here? Like, what's going like, on? Okay, I'm gonna leave. <laughs> like, I'm uncomfortable. That's mm-hmm. the reason why she sit on one end of the sofa and don't move. Because your house is dirty. Exactly. And she trying to find a way out, text her friend with a level 10 emergency. Like, just clean up. <laughs> and y'all be knowing people be coming over. Clean up your house. Yep. Or call Simple. the maid the first time until you can get yourself together, and then take it. Oh, That's what yeah. I'm saying. I mean, if it's if it's really if it's really one of those situations, then save you up enough cash to hire you one of them little Molly the maids to come right. every week or whatever to handle business for you. If if it's that if it's that serious, but like I said, you should at least right. know how to do the basics, bro. I'm sorry if you can't do the basics. I'm side eyeing you. Bathroom be dirt. Side eyeing you, bro. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I yeah, need her to just post that picture. Is that because I really feel like like the fact that she was in the body kind of like you said it was just really trying to set a thirst trap. Right. Like I can clean and I have a big butt, you know. Like you okay, like, sis, just and post you the got, Like it's bleaching and spray. When I <laughs> use it, grab my Herbie tied up. I got on some. Oh, PJ. Exactly. <laughs> listen, bleach ain't no, because you know, with them little stains, getting everything and quick. You be trying your hardest not to get nothing on your clothes when you be using bleach. <laughs> but somehow, every Girl. time. When you, you wash it, you be like, look at this shit right here. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite dress. <laughs> oh, man. All right. And so, our net, the our last question, basically. Save this one for last because I know you have some opinions <laughs> on this one. So I know you've seen it because I've seen it. Now the dudes are getting this shirt mm-hmm. and everybody's wearing it and posting it to their account. Everybody who, I guess, has baby mama drama, as they call it, mm-hmm. is posting it to their account. The little shirt that says, Child support is for absentee fathers and not failed relationships. She. <laughs> So, now, I try to be open-minded. I tried to be open-minded. I did. And I went into, because it was the guy who posted it, I went into his comments. I just wanted to gauge and see, you know, what the other what other men were thinking about it and other men and women. And so, the consensus seemed to be from men. And this is this was their consensus. And this, to me, is less of a reflection on child support than it maybe is on their own lives but hey the consensus seems to be is that women only put men on child support because they are jealous that he has someone new and that they don't want them anymore so and they're just trying to be spiteful and use that against them 
Um. So we just gonna ignore the fact that she has the kid. You know, your kid, your child that you helped create and bring into this world lives with her. She provides shelter, food, clothes. We just gonna ignore all of that, and it's just that because you, because you know, of course, you are so irresistible. And you are so awesome and amazing and you're just the best thing since ice cream because you got somebody new. Of course, she can't be over your ass. She jealous and she wants you back. And so she got to be spiteful and put you on child support. Your thoughts. <laughs> so, <laughs> child, you, listen, every time I see that t-shirt, I cringe. And the reason why I do it, and this is not, let me put this caveat out there first. There are definitely some spiteful women out there, which would make me even would make me even like think even more of why would you not put yourself on child support if you know she's spiteful? So that way you have a running track record. Of, okay, these are my payments. This is what I'm doing. Furthermore, if she's spiteful and you feel like she ain't doing right by your child support, why you ain't getting partial custody, bro? Why you ain't getting 50 50? And for most cases, they cancel out child support because you got the child 50% of the time. She got 50% of the time. Most of y'all are not Holly Bear or Chris Brown, where you still had a child a lot and you got to pay child support in the big book. So let's get that out the way. Second, um, child support is definitely for fair relationships. And the reason why I say that is because a lot, and I'm going to say a lot, of men when you leave relationships you abandon your child or you think well she's not thinking about how I'm supposed to survive your kids don't stop eating growing needing things because you gotta survive you have to find that way to survive just like she has to find that way to survive providing for your child so deadbeat or not if you're in a relationship and you are not married child support is actually basically a safety to me, I would think because, okay, again, you have documentation. I've been making my payments, doing what I'm supposed to do, getting my child. And then y'all want to, like, a lot of people, men and women, because both can be on child support, not thinking about if you get your child every other weekend, that's roughly four days out of a month. There are 30 days. So 26 other days, your child needs to get back and forth to school. Got to have somewhere to stay. Got all the lights on in the house. Got water running for 15 minutes to brush their teeth. They want Takis and Hot Cheetos, a Capri Sun. All of this stuff, they constantly eat, consume, need, need new clothes. Got, like, it's, (sighs) and I had this argument on Facebook because some guy was like, well, why am I paying part of your light bill? I'm not at home most of the day. I can sit at home, not turn the TV on all day long and play on my phone to say 1%, put my phone on charge. Children don't do the same thing. They come in, will cut on every light in the house. They are playing. They got their iPod, iPad, phone, and Xbox charged up. You like, bro, pick one. There are extra expenses the more people you have in your household, whether, I mean, like, I I don't get that. Like, I just don't. My thing is, is I just, one of the things that I really feel like is lacking is that, is is financial understanding. Yeah. Because I really feel like a lot of people 
And that's the problem with when it comes to kids, right? A lot of people do not understand the financial burden of having children. Yes, kids are amazing. And if that's what you want in your life, mm-hmm. they're great and all that good stuff. And they give you love and woo-woo. But they are a financial burden. Yep. And it's a financial burden that goes on forever. For the rest of your life. It's something that you commit to when you have a kid. So I, I, I like I feel like a lot of times when people when I see people complain about child support, I really think like I, I, I wonder like, do you actually have you actually sit down? Like did your lawyer or attorney or whoever sit down with you and literally go through and say, These are the type of expenses that come with having a kid? Or did your parents not sit down with you and say, These are the expenses that come with having a kid? This is some other stuff that, you know what I mean? Like, do they not talk to folks about that? Because I, I just, I mean. And I think far as a custodial parent, again, man or a woman, they live life on autopilot. So they're not really thinking, even when they're like, okay, my daycare expenses, they're not thinking these small things. They eventually adds up when your child is sick and all of these things. That adds up going to get snacks and all of that. That adds up. So you have to contribute to that because that's part of that's, that's your hand. Part of raising the kid. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like you can't, and especially like I say, you getting them four or five days out of the month. Like, I don't get that. And every dude that I've ever encountered that complained about child support, I always ask, Well, why you don't go get partial custody? Like you are responsible. I mean, you have rights to fifty percent of that child. Now it gets a little iffy when you want to go and be the custodial parent and like I'm gonna get her visitation rights. That part, that's what y'all be trying to do. That's when you gotta prove that she's not fit. But yeah. that fifty fifty, like bro, that's your right. So when you do all this complaining and all this BS, like no, like my ex used to be like, well, I don't want to give her no money. The fuck is you? What? How you gonna say you got a child that lives with their mother and you come back you don't want to give her no money? You don't have a say of when she gets that money of basically, well, I need it to go here or I don't want to put no money in your hand. Uh, tell me what they need. Uh, lights, Preach. gas to get to school. The fuck like half a day curfews. He want to go buy lotion. <laughs> and the, Boy, cra- <laughs> the crazy thing is, the crazy thing is, is that a lot of times the child support that people do get don't enough. even cover the expenses that they have. Because I'm like, they care $130 a week. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you get your half and you only paying $130 per month. <laughs> right. And some of y'all be paying $125 a week. It's like, so half of that go to daycare because she got to pay the other half. So what about all the extras that she got to pay for? Exactly. So I don't, <laughs> like I like I said, I, I was trying. I was trying to. No to get or understand what the argument was i was like maybe i'm missing something or maybe i just don't see what it is and i feel like a lot of time people's issues with child support a lot of times seems to stem from not the the child support itself stems from their relationship issues and you don't want her to have control exactly and my thing is and i I hate to say and i'm I'm, no you know i don't hate to say this i'm just going to be completely honest and truthful with y'all y'all lay down with this person Y'all lay down with this person without protection. Condoms is cheaper than birth control at this point. Because, you know, Obama gone, so we don't get free birth control no more. So condoms is cheaper than birth control now. 
Okay. If you that concerned, strap right. up twice. You can wear two of them if you want to. If it's if it's that serious, no, she gonna try because two the friction will make a break. Oh, you right, you right. But you know what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying. <laughs> Point it. But what I'm saying is, is that if you if you mad yeah. concerned, you know, go buy some condoms, bring condoms. But it's like a lot of y'all show up. Y'all want sister take her birth, make sure she taking all her birth control. She got to provide the condoms. This and if if she don't, then it's an excuse. Oh I man, we could just I just right. pull out. I just I can just do And the crazy thing. And then y'all have a baby and people it's think that it's foolproof. It's if not, that woman has been on birth control since her teens, her effectiveness is down to like 75-80%. So the longer that you're on it, the less effective that it becomes because your body, of course, has gotten used to it. So you going in thinking, oh well, she she just on birth control. For both parties, it's not enough. Like, and you have to think that every time the main reason for sex is reproduction. Yep. It just so happens to feel good, which thank God. Um, <laughs> but you have to think like, okay, every time that I'm engaging in sexual activities, I could be a parent coming after this. Exactly. So who am I laying down with? Am I okay with at least if we're not in a relationship? Being, could I be a yes. co parent? Can I co parent? Yes. With um, are they going to be a good mother? Is this person going to be a good father? Do I have to put this person on child support and go through that headache of putting them on child support? Or are they just going to take care of their responsibilities? Like all of these little things that I think people should really think about before they even lay down. And that's what I say to a lot of people. They're like, well, women have a choice whether they want to have a baby. The man makes that choice first because you have to make the choice to say, okay, you know what? I'm going to give this woman my seat. I'm going to lay down with her. In return, what is she going to do with my seat when she gets it? That's where your discernment and conversation has to kick in there. Okay, if you do get pregnant right now, where do you what do you see yourself doing with that child? Oh, well, I don't want to have any children right now. So if I get pregnant, I'm going to have an abortion. All of these conversations you don't have, you skip, boop, let's go right into sex. So now you have a baby and it's like, well, I don't want to be with you. Okay, well, we need to have child support involved. Again, I feel like for all parties involved, it's a protection. You already know what you're supposed to pay. Pay the shit and move the fuck out. If Basically. you don't want to pay it, go in there and say, hey, I want my children. I want my child 50% of the time. She keeps the other 50% of the time. And you move on from there. But a lot of people, um, again, recognize that if I have this child 50% of the time, that's a lot. Yeah. Because I'm like, you You really need to assess the time value of that as well. How much is your, and I read an article, is how much is your time worth? So when you take into that time, y'all don't even take off sick days <laughs> when the child gets sick. Like, Preach. I mean, they, uh, like I said, I really feel like people don't think about, you know, all of those aspects of, you know, of a child so then and like i said man condoms is cheaper than, than birth control y'all a condom is the simplest little contraption for a good kind simplest little contraption on earth that can help prevent you from having a baby just use a goddamn condom please okay are reversible preach okay preach stop always putting everything on a woman right okay be responsible sometimes. And there's a lot of things that I think people don't get about the female body. Every woman cannot take birth control. 
to be honest, women no, shouldn't. shouldn't take birth control <laughs> because it's basically it's, a foreign substance in our body. It destroys your hormones. Right. Um, it makes you depressed. And it's something that you just have to work through. So I'm like, and a lot of doctors don't do procedures on women that are under a certain age and have not had children. So Very we true. don't even have control of our own bodies when we say, you know what, I don't want to have children. Give me a hysterectomy. Oh, where you're only 22, so I'm not going to do it. Very true. That is absolutely you know? true. Women can't have, women do not Where have the decision. Can go into and get a vasectomy at any time. Yeah, yep. you're absolutely correct. So yeah, take control of your body, fellas. Know your worth. <laughs> 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 That's a good one. <laughs> oh man. Oh, we getting ready to get up out of here. But before we go, um, new music. Would you listen no, to? I th- we we not gonna do K Michelle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> Completely spaced on that. We do have to touch on that because I just was like, wow, sis. So okay, Michelle did an interview with Jason Lee from Hollywood Unlocks. And we I just cringed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she spilled all kind of every I mean, tea that we just really didn't even want to know. I mean, from Talking her relationship with Idris Elba, um, everything going back to the Memphis thing and R. Kelly, and uh, and she also talked about the chick at what's her, I don't, Johnny Blaze, the mm-hmm. stripper chick, and how she was in the I don't listen, sis, K, boo, you got to grow out of this. Like I don't understand at this point. Like she she claims she wants to be on this new road, positive. She don't want no drama. She don't want that. But it seemed like she just invite all of that stuff, all of that energy, and all of that junk back at her. You know what I'm saying? Back yeah. into her life. Idris Elba is out here for mm-hmm. year in the in a whole new relationship, Ooh. engaged. He never at any point in time even acknowledged that y'all was in a relationship. Let's be let's keep it real <laughs> and honest. Even though you claim in the interview you said people all around the town knew about it, sis. He never publicly acknowledged <laughs> it. You may have knew. They may have seen you together. But according to him, nah. So <laughs> I mean, like, I just Yeah, it was it was very cringe worthy. I didn't go into the whole interview. I just saw the parts where um my boo came up in discussion, but I felt like it was so taggy. Um Maybe if he wasn't engaged, he was single. I still feel like there are certain things that happen in your bedroom that you just let it stay there. That's one of the things I wouldn't have even brought up. But it was just just in bad taste that this is, you know, he's engaged. Like, let that go. Like, that's the ghost of Christmas past. Just be that's quiet. what I'm saying. Like I, that's something else too that I don't that I don't like or whatever like that. You know what I'm saying? And I don't and I don't like I said I don't judge or shame women for anything. Do you live your life however you want to? But like why why is it that when you get a microphone in front of you and you know, especially like if you're a famous woman or something like that, and or you've been with someone who's famous or has some type has some type of star or whatever status to them. 
um, when you get a microphone in front of you and you know they're going to to go there, you know they're going to go for that shot or ask you about sex with them and things like that, why not just be like, you know what, nah, we're not going to do that. You know what I'm saying? It's none of your business what sex with that person was like. That was between me and them. You know what I'm saying? Point blank period. Why when you get a microphone in front of your face do you feel like, you know what, I'm just going to tell it all. And you know (laughs) keep some stuff to yourselves, ladies. That's all I'm saying. And gentlemen, because some of y'all dudes out here be be chatting worse than females. Loud. (laughs) Just keep some stuff to yourself. That's all I'm saying. Save some stuff for you. Some things should just be for, you know what I'm saying? Like your life and you and your friends and your, you know what I'm saying? Like that whole, like everybody should know every move that you've ever made. That's all I'm saying. I agree. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Sorry. Because <laughs> K. Michelle sometimes says, be doing the most. Be rooting for her, but she do she do too much. Point bugger period. Anywho. So, as I was saying, what you listening to? You know what? I have, I downloaded the her album. I know it's kind of old. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. Um, it's a small, nice little EP, six songs, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. I love the Against Me song on there. Um, very good. Like, I, it's not really a song of hers that I don't like. Um, but yeah, it's a good, solid um me i've just been literally listening to that j called freestyle on repeat album of the year freestyle <laughs> like first and foremost j called really ahead of a lot of y'all <laughs> he is so smart and intelligent to go back and pull that uchi wally beat first of all that uchi wally beat still slaps okay it still hold the summer and just even as short as that freestyle was, the things he said and it was just like, I mean, that, I don't even think it was two minutes, but he packed in that little two minute punch. He packed some bars, bruh. I mean, he touched on everything from the the opiate epidemic to how they difference between how they treated treat white kids to. I mean, oh, J Cole just ahead of <laughs> y'all so much. He just so ahead of y'all. Man, and then um, the only other thing, like I said, I've been really like trying to get the most out of this title subscription for show, cause <laughs> you know I got to see what if it's worth keeping or not. Um, but um, I think his name is Jacquees. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had heard his record bit that I enjoyed, so I was like, well, let me. He dropped a like I don't know if it's an album or EP. I don't at this these days. I don't know <laughs> what people consider albums like anymore. Anything or EP songs? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> my personal definition. <laughs> so um and so, but I mean, it was it was actually it's pretty good. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to find. I've been searching for more R and B music or like that because hip hop just hasn't been the same anymore. There's not a lot of artists anymore that give me records that I enjoy. To be honest, so I, I I'm going back and I'm trying to search and find R and B, and we're starting to see, starting to see a little peak, a little bit, you know, slither of a resurgence of R and B. So, 
hopefully we get some more coming out. So I don't know. Trey. Yeah, I hope I hope Trey come back. I love when Trey, Trey. drop a record. <laughs> yes. But Trey been having too many legal damn issues. <laughs> so anyway. So I picked up on this series. Um, I just found it this weekend, so I haven't watched all of them. I think it's like four or five episodes in, but it's called We Are Man Enough. Um, and it is like a round table of nothing but men. They do have like, um, I guess women input throughout like the interviews or whatever. But I mean, it's a very, very, very good series, even from like the clips from the other episodes. I watched the Me Too episode. That was the longest one. I think it was like an hour and 15 minutes. Again, very good. The whole hour and 15 minutes, it kept my attention. Um, but it was just talking about um, how men play a part in the Me Too movement and give permission for other men to even be sleazeballs. Um, and how many times they've been silent when they've seen women being mistreated. Um, how men teach their sons the same thing and how they should be intentional about making space for women to be um, okay with saying, okay, look, this is what happened to me and not trying to fix it, just listening and all of that. So I definitely enjoyed the series. It is one guy on there that I did have to follow. I think he was like the only black guy at the table. He was the dark-skinned black dude. Um, I mean, his thought processes were so good because he did break down um where a lot of men think like oh I'm a good man and he was like you're not a good man if it's an individual thing like good man goes outside of just being an individual person and they you know even talked about how society is seeing you know view good men that it's essentially wrong it's like okay well you know you are a good person but you know the I guess the threshold for goodness for men is so low where women it's so high for you to be considered a good woman you have to do a b and c but men can go out and be scum of the earth but if they acknowledge oh well one part of my life I was scum it's all forgiven and you know what you are a good man so very good series I definitely encourage everybody listening to you know definitely tune in and I think it's even a transgender man on one of them which I think that is awesome that that space is created. Um, and they talk about masculinity. It's a Middle Eastern dude on there. So, I mean, definitely a good series. So, Yeah, yeah. I mean, I saw the little clip that you um, pointed out to me. Um, I had heard about it before because the guy who started it is on one of my favorite shows, Jane the Virgin. Mm-hmm. And so um, I had seen um, he had talked about it before. Um, but now I'm definitely going to go check it out because I want to, you know, see, I guess, the man perspective of things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that makes that, that sounds dope. That sounds exciting. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much it for us, right? I don't think we have I'm done. anything else. I'm done. I'm out of topics. Mm-hmm. Um, check out the Instagram page, Pretty Nerds Podcast. That's nerds with a Z. The YouTube page. Um, we're on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. Leave your comments, suggestions. Give us the likes and the stars and all that good <laughs> jazz. <laughs> so we know, you know, some topics and things that you guys want to hear about from us. We want some feedback from you guys. Let us know what's going on. If 
you just want to stop by and say what up we're here for that too yay <laughs> <laughs> all right so episode number 15 yeah yes. yeah 15 in the books um we signing out see you guys next time Good night.